All right. Hey, we are live. Welcome to episode number 18 of the JB Graphics Download. Cody, you're back. I haven't seen you since last year. It's been a while, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm glad I got you back on the show. This is like your third or fourth appearance on this show, I believe. Yeah, and it is my second uh, like playoff uh, preview episode. Nice. Yeah, I guess we got to kind of make this a tradition now, and we can see uh, how bad our picks are going to be again this year. Yeah, I think we were both severely off last year. Yeah, I don't. I didn't go back and rewatch that because I'm sure I probably made some very bad takes on it. But how about we roll the intro and then we'll get into the NFL playoffs. If I can find there it is. Hold on. The intro. Ah, where is that? There it is. All right, it took me longer than I needed to be to find that, but what's up, Cody? Just hanging out. I'm actually, uh, I'm trying to tweet out the link to this real quick. Oh, that's a good idea. I should probably post that on my... I kind of uh, delayed this a lot longer than I wanted to, but I got lucked out today. I was able to get out of work early today. I just got back from St. Mary's, Pennsylvania from a girls basketball game, and now we're here. How was the game? It was actually pretty good. I haven't seen those two schools play yet this year, so it was nice to get back out there and taking some pictures. It's my first photo op of the year, believe it or not. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're only, what, nine days in? Ten days. Pro- is it enough. the 10th? Yeah, today's the 10th oh already. God. Dude, this year is flying by. I hate, I can't wear my glasses because they glare too bad on the screen. Do you have a light on your screen, or is it just the screen's not bright? Yeah, the screen's super bright. I can technically wear some. Let's see. See it? Like, it's so bad. Yeah, I can't really see your eyes. I'm not wearing sunglasses. It's going to hurt my eyes afterwards. So how you been, Jared? Oh, I've been great, man. Just another wrapped up 2022. I was actually sick on New Year's Eve, so I missed the entire college football playoffs. Oh, did you? Yeah. Unfortunately, I heard they were. I, think, I heard they were pretty decent games. Um, I mean, I think the real championship game was Ohio State and Georgia. Like, I, I think that was like the definitive uh, championship game. What happened yeah, last night was brutal. That, that, brutal. That was bad. That was bad. I I left whenever I was leaving work. I saw it was ten to seven. So I'm like, all right, that's not terrible. And then as I, as I got home, someone texted me like, "Hey, it's uh, thirty-one to seven right now." I'm like, "Oh, I guess <laughs> yeah. I don't." In the span of a half hour, I I missed that many points scored. Georgia they covered the over themselves, so the over before kickoff was sixty-one and a half. So Georgia wow. like alone hit the over. Yeah, that's that's impressive. I'm glad I didn't. Wa- I didn't watch any of it after I left work. I really? was going to turn it on. I was going to turn it on, and then I just realized, like, wow, I don't really want to watch a blowout game. I watched the whole thing for what it's worth. That's cool. I, I'm glad that I did see it started a little bit earlier than normal. Yeah, yeah, 7.30 kickoff. Yeah, normally it's, like, 9 before they even start the game anymore. Yeah, I guess that's where it was over on the – maybe it, because it was on the West Coast. I don't know. That's an. I mean, that was an early start time for the people that were over 
in California? Because what would that be like? Three thirty? Uh, seven Eastern time. That's probably about four, maybe. Yeah, something. I don't know if it's it's either a three or a four hour difference. I don't know. I I don't study uh, time zones, so I can't. Yeah, neither do I. Now imagine being a TCU fan and blowing a couple thousand dollars just to see your team get stomped. Dude, I was, yeah, I made that comment watching it. Uh, they were leaving at like midway through the third. If I, yeah. I don't care, dude. If the score is a hundred to nothing, if I'm a TCU fan, I took you know my vacation. I've spent thousands of dollars to be there. I'm at least gonna watch the whole game. Yeah, you might as well make your money. I mean, I'm not one who'd leave games early. I usually like to stay, and even if my team's losing, like I went to the Baltimore. Pittsburgh game on New Year's Day this year. Yeah. And as soon as the Steelers scored, everyone started leaving. And I'm like, I wanted to leave, but then I'm like, you know, I'm just going to have to sit here and suffer Right. Why? This. Yeah. Why put in the effort of driving so far? The the mm-hmm. money, you know, if you're not going to watch the whole thing. It's like people with races. When people leave before, like, the, the finish of a race, I'm like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm like everywhere everyone leaves like i went i also went to i recently went to the kansas at west virginia game a while like uh, this this past weekend actually and it was a blowout sort of and everyone was leaving i'm like man everyone's leaving with like 10 minutes left holy cats i guess for some people like if they're locals and they're always going to the games and you know it's like nothing new for them then yeah they probably you know don't care as much to like leave early but for me like any major sport event that I go to, I'm traveling at least two hours. So mm-hmm. I'm going to sit around for the whole thing. Yeah, that's right. Like the Bristol night race I went to in Tennessee, you know, I could have easily just, well, I guess I couldn't cause you were kind of my ride, but I could have left like yeah, you, I mean, you could have started walking. I could have, but I don't think that would have been as fun. I probably yeah. would have regretted it as soon as I left. I'm like, oh, I probably should have stayed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you walk through the sign that says uh, no reentry and you're like, dang yeah. it. Yeah, or that'll that'll be the one time. I feel like if I ever do leave a sporting event early, it's, it's there's going to be some miraculous comeback or something that I'll miss. So that's why I just that'll be like the one time, you know. Like if I would have left that Raven Steelers game with a minute left, everyone else, you know, yeah, that would have been the one they would have came back from or something. I, I remember. Uh, I think it, it was it Game Six of the 2012 Finals, um, when uh, it, maybe it was 2013. Uh, the heat's down. Ray Allen hits that corner three. Uh, the American Airlines arena was empty, and they uh, they shut and locked the doors. So all the fans that were trying to come back in after everybody had given up on the heat, uh, they didn't get to come back in. So I love that. Like I think if you're a dedicated fan and you leave early and something miraculous happens, you deserve to miss it. That's right. I can agree with that. I can get behind that 100%. So since we're talking about the NFL playoffs, I know we – kind of got off topic. I wanted to go through some of the surprises you had with the NFL season. Did you watch a lot this year or were you kind of like me and just watch like your team? And I kept up more with the NFL this season than I have in a couple of years, actually. Um, big surprises of the season though. Good Lord. I feel like this has been like a, uh, a crazy season. The, the lions I think are a bit of a surprise. Um, I think how bad the Broncos – yeah, this will be my big surprise. How bad the Broncos were. Yeah, I was – I even – I did a NFL thing with one of the guests that I had earlier in the year, and I was like, yeah, I think the Broncos – because we were trying to figure out the playoffs. Like, I think the Broncos are going to sneak into the seventh seed. They got Russell Wilson. You know, I think they're going to finally turn the ship around and maybe be a competitive team. And 
now it's just like they're just a giant meme now. Like I don't think I could ever be a Broncos fan. Let's ride, baby. Let's ride. Yeah. You know, like you just memed yourself into existence now. So like every time anyone thinks of the Broncos, like, oh, let's ride. Russell I think I think that him saying let's ride is the reason why they had such a bad season. Uh, was that was that always their slogan, or was that like their new like was that the Russell Wilson? I think he his... I think he started that. Uh, yeah, I think that he cursed him with that. That's definitely like a, a Russell Wilson kind of thing to say, though. Like he just reminds me of that guy. They would be like, "Let's run." Oh, yeah. I do remember like during the middle of the season, he was that he's that guy that was doing like workouts and stuff on the bus or the plane ride and everything. And yeah, I think I think everyone also memed that also. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I feel like his uh, his heart is always in, let's ride ride the Titanic. I feel, Russell is a good guy. Like, I don't want like it to be misconstrued that I think he's not a, a fantastic human, but he's so corny, and I think that that like that hurts him more than it helps him. Yeah, I can agree with that. It's just it's just surprising with how bad they were this year. Like, you would have thought that. They could have at least be deep. Now, granted, he's also in a pretty tough division with Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes. And, but still, you think they would have done at least a little bit better against some of the non-competitive teams? Right. I mean, at least get in as a wild card. Um, I don't it, – it's sad. Like, well, I won't say sad because it's not money. But imagine being a Bronx fan and giving your quarterback that payday for him to literally compete – at the same level that Drew Locke was already competing at. Mm-hmm. Could have at least done a little bit better than, like, at least Geno Smith made the playoffs with the Seahawks. That's probably one of my biggest surprises this year. Like, Geno Smith Gino? just came out of nowhere. Yeah. Now, granted, I always knew he was a good quarterback, but at this point, like, this year, whenever he's like, oh, shoot, he's actually having a pretty good season. Yeah, I, I think Geno, what, he got drafted to the Jets, right? Yeah, he was like a high prospect coming out of West Virginia, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and then he kind of just like, I mean, he went to a place where quarterbacks go to die by default. I couldn't imagine a worse situation than being drafted as a quarterback by the Jets. Yeah, you've seen how that's all worked out with everyone. I think that's why they're trying to go with the veteran route, because I just read an article they're going to try to pursue a veteran. So I'm guaranteeing you they're probably going to get Derek Carr next year. He would fit. He would fit with the Jets fit, so well. He fits. I don't know where else he fits besides there. Like that just seems like the perfect place for Derek Carr can spend a year or two there. I feel like the best place for Derek Carr is on the bench. That too, or he'll go to the Colts since you know the Colts just are doing this like rotating like washed up old guys on their team every yeah. single year. Yep. Who else would be a good Colts candidate for quarterback? Joe Flacco. Flacco, yeah. Um. Bring Eli out of retirement. Yeah. Um, Ryan Tannehill. <coughs> that would be a good one, too. He'll probably sign a one-year deal there. Uh, trying to think of who else would fit there pretty well. Will, Either I mean, way, it's, it's going to be someone. Fit, but he's, he's locked in in Denver. <laughs> Yeah, that would be that'd be a good place. You can continue the let's ride over there because you know the Colts ride. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I can't think of anything else. Anyone else with that one? But what about disappointments this year? Do you have any disappointing besides Russell Wilson? At... Um. This is a tough one. Um. 
overall, I think the biggest disappointment this season, uh, which it kind of happened halfway through the season, um, but Ryan said it in the comments, uh, the Titans. The Titans have to be like a candidate for the biggest disappointment in the NFL. Uh, they started, what, 7-3, and three, finished 7-10. and 10. Seven game yeah, losing streak to close out the season. That's tough. They dropped like a rock with that. And like I know their quarterback situation didn't help, but they all they I don't feel like they didn't really even have the passing game to begin with. Now, um, I mean, not to toot my own horn or any or uh not to toot my own beak, but uh us getting AJ absolutely decimated uh the Titans offense. I mean, you you had such a good game plan where it was like, well, they could throw to AJ Brown or they could run it with Derrick Henry, and now it's like all you gotta do is just stop Derrick Henry and you win versus the Titans. It's that straightforward. Mm-hmm. Um, the Titans' leading receiver, which was Robert Woods, has like 468 receiving yards on the on the entire season, and that's their leading receiver. So that's bad. That's like Baltimore bad right there. That is that is tough. Meanwhile, AJ Brown has right at 1500 yards. So right, like, so. yeah. Didn't he, it, have more, didn't he have more? Whenever the Eagles played the Titans this year, didn't he have more receiving yards than the entire team had? Yeah. In yeah, that in that oh, game. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just a tough break. I mean, it's not like we stole him. They got a first round pick for him, but they just they did not utilize it wisely. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of teams that did that. Who? Yeah, who else made a? Who else traded their draft pick and it kind of hurt them? Was it the? Uh... No, that was the Eagles. Don't the Eagles have like a top ten pick now just because of how their trade? One of the trades that they had. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got this. Uh, wherever I think the Saints fell ninth. And we have their pick. That's right. That's the one I was thinking about. Bears? Did the Bears trade away their draft pick? No, because I think they have the number one. Or no, they have the number... Do they have the number one? I need to pull up a... Dude, we do this every time. We start talking about stuff that we're unprepared for. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I wasn't prepared for this. Uh... The Bears do have the number one pick right now, yeah. Interesting. But did they trade away last year? I don't know. I don't remember. Um, Bears, Texans, Cards, Colts, Seahawks, Lions, Raiders, Falcons, Panthers, and then the Eagles. We picked 10th. That's not bad. I'll take – I mean, we're the number one, number two team in the NFL, and we're picking top 10 in the draft. I'll take it. Yeah, that's like an extra bonus right there for you. Yeah, not too bad. I'm ready to be crushed in a couple of weeks, but for now I'm riding this off. That's all right. I get uh I got a week left with my Ravens. Lamar Jackson's gonna be our savior and keeper of Baltimore. Does he play? Franchise. Do, you, do you think that he plays? I think he's gonna play. I think there's a reason they made the game Sunday night. See, I don't think he plays. I think that they're playing into, like, I think they're trying to mess up Cincinnati's game plan. I think that's what they're doing. I, I just don't think any other quarterback's going to get them to win, though. Like, t- you saw how Anthony Brown did this past weekend. He sucked. Tyler yep. Humley sucked this year. Yeah. We're not, like, I, I know J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards are good, but I don't think it's going to be enough. That's a dangerous Bengals. Wait, they're on what a seven-game win streak, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. 
But a back-to-back I, divisional game, that's rough. Yeah, in the same place. I, I, plus, Baltimore's... I'm going to knock on wood here. Baltimore is 6-0 under John Harbaugh on road wildcard games. Really? That's your stat of the day. That's a fun little fact. Yeah, if LJ don't play, y'all are going to get blown out. Now... I thought I said that this week, and when we played our JV team against Cincinnati, we act, our defense actually held them to under their average of yards per game. Mm-hmm. So I think it'll be. I think it won't be a blowout, but it could also be like one of those uh, twenty-eight six type of games, twenty-eight ten, twelve, maybe thirteen. Probably which, the same score. Which wild card team do you think um, has the the brightest outlook? for a, a playoff run? Uh, based off of how this looks, probably, I'd say probably the Bengals, just because they win, they get the Dolphins-Bills winner. And I think the Bills are going to easily beat Miami. However, I don't think the Bills are going as far as everyone thinks they're going this year, strictly because of how bad Josh Allen's been in the red zone this year. And I think if you're playing a Cincinnati team, so like I, I realistically, I think we're probably going to see a Kansas City Cincinnati rematch in the AFC Championship game. You think so? What I would really like to see is a Jaguars in the AFC Championship game. You know, that'd that be kind of really tough. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, imagine maybe... a Ravens and Jaguars <laughs> AFC Championship. I would dig that, and we have Tyler Huntley at quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, he goes on a Nick Foles type run. Yeah, wins the Super Bowl MVP, and <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I would feel about that. I'd be happy about it, but <laughs> have that little bit of bitterness. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah I'll... so what? What's the deal with Lamar? Is, is Lamar going to be your quarterback next season? Ah, uh, this is a tough one because everyone's been asking me about that. I'm not 100 percent sure because. Nobody really knows what his status is for this week. Like some ins- insiders are saying, like he said he's good to play. Some have no clue if he's playing or not. Some others say that. So like everyone's kind of split on if he's playing or not. No one really knows like his true health. But I just see if you haven't practiced for a month and you have two days to prepare for a game, like are you really going to be like game ready? You know. Right. So like even if he does play, is he going to be as good as? Tyler Huntley is per se. Like I feel like you're just gonna be at that that type of level. Like I don't think it's gonna make a huge difference, but I could also see him not playing just because of the whole contract situation, which people brought that to my attention. They're like, well, if I were him, you know, I wouldn't play to risk getting hurt more and just get ready for next season. I feel like a guy who is either he wants a deal he wants a deal either way right whether it be in baltimore or not he's wanting a deal i feel like he is not in a position to not play if he is capable Mm -hmm. that's what i also that's that was kind of my counter argument with people like well if he doesn't play then that's also going to hurt i feel like that's going to hurt him moving forward because they're like oh that's two years in a row where you weren't able to finish the season so why should i give you all this money yeah, what? yeah, and don't get me wrong. I love Lamar. I think Lamar is one of the most talented quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, I mean, the dude can pass. There's no debate about it. And my God, if he breaks through, he is gone. He is one of the fastest humans I've ever seen. 
Um, but like, I think he, I think he struggles with having a quarterback mentality. Um, he's got the skill set for it, but sometimes I do think that he struggles mentally as a quarterback. Now, I'll also argue the fact that he has not had any help with receivers in his entire career with Baltimore. Like, if you think about it, we've had Mark Andrews at the tight end. Yeah. We traded away Hollywood Brown. Yeah, but he had him. We This year, we don't have anyone. Right, yeah. I... I... I this think year's been that, tough. I think this season is the season that you could make however many excuses you wanted to. But I think on up until now, I think that I think that Lamar has and I hate saying it, but I feel like he's came up short as far as like having the success that the team was capable of. And I mean, you mm-hmm. can't fully like, you know, just pass the blame on the one guy, and I know that. But I do feel like in a lot of ways, like he is kind of like. There are certain games that he could have probably prevented blowing things. Like yeah. we'll get, we'll do an example earlier this year, like the Giants game. Like they were up a touch, they were up a touchdown, I think, and then he, I think he fumbled or threw an interception that basically set up the game-winning drive for Giants. You know, like that's that's kind of on the quarterback. There. How many get what? What is that crazy stat line that you guys have this season? Where like uh, you're you're uh. Like you lead a game and then you uh, you lose oh, so, in the last like. So like during, I think it was after their third blown lead or whatever. Like I think we were, we only trailed for like twenty four seconds in the three losses that we had. Yeah. Early in the season. Yeah, that is that is insane. <laughs> but we luckily knock on wood. But since we got Roquan Smith, which that he got, he just got his massive contract. If you didn't see that. He's actually kind of helped the defense a little bit. Weird timing. Weird timing for a contract. No. Yeah, like right right before a playoff game, you get paid. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we we should be out on the practice field and not in the negotiation room right now. Yeah. Now now all I'm seeing with that is all these memes about, oh, they paid Roquan eight games as a Raven before, like, the guy that's been their starting quarterback for four years. (laughs) Yeah, and, I mean, I can't imagine that that boosts, like, Lamar's morale too much, right? Because it's like, well, where's my deal at? Mm-hmm. Now, let's say in a hypothetical world, Lamar does leave. Where do you think he's going to sign with? Um, I think Houston is a big front runner for like any any quarterback that they could get. Um, we don't know what the Rams' situation really is. I mean, I know Matt signed, but he had two concussions this season. Um. And then I hate to open a can of worms, but I think the Dolphins are in need of a quarterback. Oh, that's what I, I was just going to say, dude. That's my. Uh... And like, I hate it because Tua is incredibly talented and the dude has it in him. But three concussions in the span of what, four weeks? That's pretty mm-hmm. brutal. That's going to be bad for your long term health. So, like, yeah. You know, it's, as bad as it is, he probably should, like, maybe not play anymore. I agree. Unfortunately, but yeah. Now, if it's three concussions, you know, spread out over the span of a 12 year career, you know, ideally your brain and everything has had time to, to recover and recuperate. We're talking like three concussions in such a short span. That is Mm -hmm. no bueno. And like, even the one game that he got concussed in, like 
he still played after that, like as he was concussed, and they didn't do anything about it until like the league stepped down. Like, all right, maybe you need to like check on him. And but I really like the Dolphins strictly because you know how good Lamar could be with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle out there. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, and like, I that's mean not even, that's not even fair, right there. Yeah, and I, apart from the Bills. I mean, I could totally see them immediately like leapfrogging and being a contender for the Bills because that Dolphins team is not bad. They are a very talented squad. It's just a matter of like, what what do they do with their quarterback situation? Um, the 49ers are in a really weird quarterback situation as well. Um, I guess they're one of the surprises too with me because I didn't think they were that good this year, and then like I didn't realize like because I don't fall I didn't follow them much this season, but I just found out they're like twelve and four or thirteen and four mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, like that's that's pretty good, and Brock Purdy's actually doing pretty good. So that's yeah. Uh, I mean, I there's a lot in that quarterback room. Uh, like they they have three capable guys of being a quarterback. Um, Three guys that could probably start for multiple teams right now. So, you know, who are they going to decide on? Um, I'd say it's probably a safe bet that Jimmy G is gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as like the Lance and Purdy battle, I think that that I'm ke- I'm sticking with Purdy until his legs fall off. Me myself. Could you imagine if he takes him on a Super Bowl run? Yeah, and then like starting next season, they put him back on the bench. Yeah, he doesn't play anymore after that. Like never, <laughs> yeah. never, never hear from about Brock Purdy ever again after that. Yeah, I would, I would be okay draw. riding off into the sunset with a Super Bowl. Just be a one-run wonder. Yeah, you go out on top. All that anybody can ever do is play with what ifs. That's right. Um, who are the 49ers are playing the Seahawks? Mm-hmm. How do you think that game's going to go? Um, I, it's another divisional game. Uh, I I like what Gino has done in Seattle. Uh, I talked about him earlier. He surprised a lot of people. Um, he broke Russell's single season passing record, which is pretty impressive. Uh, because if you remember, a young Russell Wilson was lights out. I mean, the dude set the NFL on fire. Uh, but I think the 49ers are just the better team. Of course, you, playoffs anything can happen, but. I think we'll see something like a 35-23 49ers win. Okay. Uh, I should probably write these down just to see how off we're going to be this weekend. Let me find my handy-dandy notebook that I don't have laying close to me, of course. I really don't have All right. So you have 49, wait, who'd you say? For Seahawks? 49ers. 49ers. What'd you say the game was going to be? 35-23. Uh, 35-23. I think that's going to be, do you remember what the matchups were earlier? Like how close they were? I can pull Actually. it off. Actually, I'm pulling it up. Okay, the 49ers won on September 18th, 27-7. to And December 15th, 49ers won 21-13. They're just the better team. And that's nothing against Seattle, but the 49ers are just a very well, like, 
complete team. I agree with that. So I think it's going to be 49ers 24-17. It's going to be a close game. It's going to come down to the last possession, sort of. Oh, really? Purdy's going to lead them down the field? I think so. I think so. So that's one of the NFC games. The other one we have, we have the Giants and Vikings on Sunday at 4.30. one Giants versus the 13-4 Vikings. Uh, I'm just going to go on and say it. The, the start of the game is pivotal here. Um, thankfully, it's not a primetime game for the Vikings. Uh, the Giants had a really great start to their season. Uh, they crumbled about halfway through, but thankfully for them, they had a big enough you know, lead where they could kind of just limp across the finish line. Uh, but I do think that the Vikings are definitely going to topple the Giants. I think this one's going to be a little bit closer. We'll say 24-27. All right, that's close to what I was going to go with. I was going to go with a... Let's go 31-21. Okay. Did, oh, while we're talking about the Vikings, did you watch the Colts and Vikings game? I did not. I watched. Oh, I didn't watch the whole thing through. I remember I went over to a, one of my friends' place for the Ravens game because the Ravens played after they played the Browns afterwards. I remember looking at the score earlier. I'm like, oh, cool, Colts are going to upset the Vikings today. And then I get over to his place and we turn the game. We we're like, I wonder how that bad that game is. We turn it on. I'm like, oh, the Colts are uh, blowing it. Matt Ryan's blowing another. Yeah. Matty Ice has gone cold this season. Can you imagine being him and being the record holder for the biggest blown lead in the Super Bowl, biggest blown lead in the NFC Championship game, biggest blown lead in the regular season and NFL history? And you're all a part of that. I don't know if I would be too upset about it because either way I'm going down in the NFL record books. Right, like that's a that's a stat that everybody's gonna remember forever. Yeah, that's like oh Matt Ryan, oh the guy that blew the lead. Oh, that's cool. dude, twenty four twenty seven was the score of the Giants and Vikings game earlier this season. Oh wow, think it's gonna be the same? Um, want to change it? You want to change no, your pick? No, you I'm sticking. Stick I'm sticking with the score. Yeah, it was on Christmas. Thank you, Ryan. Stat guy oh, is always clutch. That's right. That was the Christmas. Okay. Uh, the last game in the NFC, Cowboys and Buccaneers. <laughs> um, so the last time I was on here and I talked about the Cowboys, uh, that's when that infamous uh, hype video for the Cowboys was made. Um, how did that turn out for you? Uh, Tom Brady is going to flip that switch. 35-14 Buccaneers. 35-14, so you're thinking it's going to be a blowout. Yeah. Dude, the Cowboys... I'll, I'll tell you right now, Jared, if the Cowboys if the Cowboys make it to the Super Bowl, I will lick the bottom of my shoe. I don't think they're going to... They're going to be one and done, I think. That's it's Dallas. They had Tom a good... Tom Brady is going to send the girls home. I hope so. I'm going to go Bucks 20... Let's go 
tough one. I'm definitely rooting for Tom Brady, but what's a good score I could go with? I don't know if it's going to be a blowout, but I will go... Twenty-eight, twenty-four. Oh, a little close. I think it's going to be a close one, but Tom Brady is going to be Tom Brady. It's going to be 24-21 in the fourth quarter. Tom Brady is going to lead him on a magical comeback. It's Monday night football, or it's going to be Monday night, prime mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady is going to show everyone who's boss. In typical Brady fashion. Yes. So that's our NFC side. Speaking of NFC, we'll talk about your team a little bit. You got the number one seed. How are you feeling? Uh, it took us long enough to secure it. Um, we could have clinched it. I think it was week 13, right? Is that when we could? It was either week 13 or 14. But it was all we had to do is win. That was it. And we would have locked up the number one seed. Uh, but then uh, Jalen got hurt. And that was terrifying. Um, It proved a lot of naysayers wrong. Uh, A lot of people were like, you put any quarterback who could throw the ball into that system and they're going to have success. Gardner Minshew is no scrub by any means. Um, But he wasn't able to really, like, do too much with the Eagles. Uh, We get Jalen back and what happens? We win. Um, I mean, I think – I know I look kind of biased right now, but I do think that Jalen is a clear-cut MVP. Um, And I think us losing with him being injured only solidified his case as MVP even more. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, the dude has progressed so well. He's developed so well. When we first drafted him, I wasn't sold. I thought it was a really weird weird pick. Um, And then, you know, of course, like, the rest is history. We bench Carson. We play him. And he doesn't do too great that first year. Um, and then last season was pretty good. But this season, dude, he has been absolute lights out. Um, he reads well. He makes smart passes. He does not make bad decisions. And for him to be so young, that's terrifying. Because Jalen, God willing and God forbid, without injury, Jalen is only going to get better from here. And that should be terrifying. He's accurate. He's a great pocket passer. He's got a great pocket presence. And if he needs to, he can get gone quick. And they have a good team. They have a good they have a good system built around him too to help him out. Like getting AJ Brown really helped that we talked about earlier. Yeah, Devontae Smith was a really good pick. Um you can't talk about the offensive line enough. I mean, like I think what three, four of our offensive linemen are Pro Bowl selections. Uh Undoubtedly, the best offensive line in football, given that it's coming to an end. Um, you know, Jason Kelsey is most definitely retiring at the end of the year, which is sad. Um, but, we, you know, we drafted his replacement in the draft last season. Um, I feel great about my Eagles going into the playoffs, of course. And I know you know the feeling. The playoffs are coming. You've had a good season, but you know deep down you're going to get knocked out your first game of the playoffs. But in reality, I do think that we are like a clear-cut favorite in the NFC to kind of coast. Now, whether we could beat Kansas, Buffalo, Cincinnati, and Super Bowl, different story. But I think as far as we go, I think we have a cakewalk to, to the big day. Okay. 
Now, let me get your opinion on this. Are you a big fan of the bye week that you get? Do you, or do you feel like it's a good time to rest players? Or do you feel like that's taking time off of the players? Because I had that situation with the Ravens a couple years ago. They had the number one seed. They rested their starters the week 17. Then they had the bye week. And then they come into the game and Derrick Henry just completely showed them it was Derrick Henry. Because I'm like, well, too much I... time off. Most of the time, I honestly, I don't like the bye week. But I think that we desperately need it. We needed that extra week for Lane to get right because uh, we are missing Lane Johnson right now. Um, they were expecting him to return for the playoffs. So having an extra week you know, off for him to get back into the swing of things. Because I will say, um, watching the game on Sunday, that was our biggest weakness, um, right side pressure. And Lane – you know, totally protects Jalen, and we did not have that that type of protection on Sunday. So, seeing that, I want Lane back. So, I will gladly take that uh, that first round by. And also, it's good for Jalen to get another week of rest too with that shoulder. Mm-hmm. I would rather us be a hundred percent. All right, uh, Ryan's asking who, which, which NFC team are you scared about? Bucks. Absolutely, the Bucks. Tom Brady this time of the year is terrifying. <laughs> Yeah, I agree with that. I think Tom Brady could be the biggest threat to you guys. I don't see, like I said, I don't see, I don't see the Cowboys winning a game because they're just going to be one and done. Like every single Dallas playoff teams happened. Do you know how many playoff wins Dak Prescott has? None. He's got one, one right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tom I, think, I think it's one. Not even half one actually. I need to fact check myself real quick. It's not big enough for me to remember. One and three in the playoffs. Ouch. Ouch. I also don't trust the Vikings either. With No, because I mean, at some point they're going to have to play a primetime game. And it's a meme, but it's true. Kurt just can't put... play in primetime. And 49ers don't, don't really see them as a threat. To... I don't think they're well-rounded <clears throat> enough for them to do anything. Yeah, like they they are stacked. Yes, stacked offense, Um, solid defense, but I don't think that they are polished enough to make a big playoff push. They might make it to the championship game. I don't know that that happens though. Well, the Packers aren't in it this year, so they can't play the pack. Right? Yeah. Unfortunately, so that's that's our NFC predictions we got. Did we did we go round by like did we go with the whole round last year? Or did we just do like the scores for the first game? We last time we did the whole playoffs. All right, we did so the hypothetical the, playoffs. All right, so we'll get into that then. Do you want to? We'll just do the whole NFC side first. Okay. So based off of your, our, I guess we're all on the same page with who we got. What's I believe the seating so we can make sure that the matchups will be accurate. Okay, so the Eagles will play the winner of the Bucks and Cowboys. And the Giants Vikings winner will play the Seahawks 49ers winner. Well, no, the Eagles would have well it, okay, hold on wait. Who do we have winning? We had the Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. 
because we didn't put a wild card through. So you are correct. So that gives us the Bucks. Yeah, because that's what. So you got the Eagles and Bucks. That'll be scary. Who do you have in that one? That's the last matchup I want in these playoffs, to be honest with you, dude. Um, but by default, I'm going to ride the Eagles. I think this would be a very close game. Um, I think that you would see a lot of scoring. I think Eagles 41-35. 41-35? Yep. Okay. 41 I'm gonna I'm gonna give the opposite. I think it's gonna be a low scoring game. Okay. I think that's gonna I think it's gonna be I think Tom Brady's just gonna be able to keep it close enough and the defense is gonna play enough where I still think the Eagles are gonna win, but I think it's gonna be a twenty one seventeen type game. I'd be happy with that. So that's my prediction with that one. Now we'll go to the Vikings 49ers game that we hypothetically go, went with. What time would that game be played? That game, I believe, is the... I just I just had that page pulled up. I should have opened up a second tab. That's a third Sunday game. Vikings. Ooh, Cody's going with the Vikings. What's your 10, score with that one? 10 to 21. I'm gonna I'm gonna mix it up. I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna go against you on this one. Oh. I think the 49 I think the Vikings are gonna choke. Okay. I think the 49 I think the Vi, or 49ers win. 24. Oh it's 24-14. Okay. I like it. I, I can't argue it. So that leaves us with... I You have Eagles and, Vic, Eagles and Vikings. And I have the Eagles and 49ers. In the NFC side. So, what are your? Who's going to the Super Bowl? E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. Uh, Eagles win that one. Um, what was the score the first time we played? Was it? Absolutely I think it was bad. a blow. Was I think it was a blowout? I think it was like, yeah, it was twenty-four to seven. Um, we've only gotten better since then, but so have the Vikings. I think that it'll be a score, something like 31, let's say 31-28 Eagles. Close game. I think it's going to be Eagles 38, 49ers 17. You got the Eagles going all the way too. I think they're going to make a statement. Go Birds! And it'll be in Philly. That place is going to be nuts. Yeah, yeah, that's a big thing. Um, I mean, the link is uh, the link is a scary place to play. I think so. That's a big advantage for us being number one seed as well. 
and you'll probably have a primetime game at some point. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the championship game is probably going to be a primetime game. So, you know, odds are uh, the uh, the Vikings are going to choke. That's right. And I, I think at that point, I think if the 49ers make it that far, I don't think they're going to be ready. I don't think – I know I was talking about Brock Purdy being good, but I feel like if we get to that point, I think you're going to have to rely on a good quarterback. And I think that the Eagles have the advantage a lot over there. I think they're going to get scared a little bit. And I think it's going to be the score that I said, 38-17. It's going to be a blowout type game. Dude, I hope. I would be so happy. Eagles are just too good. I watched a couple of their games this year. I'm like, wow, they're like legit. We are. We are. I, I've never seen so many like so many people calling the the best team in the league frauds as much as they have the Eagles this season. I think that's just how everyone is whenever a team's good. Yeah. Like they did that with the Steelers a couple years ago when they started off like 11 oh, but Yeah, yeah. I, I had a blast that season just because of how the season ended. Yeah, now to be fair, that was a fraud team. <laughs> like they showed that they were a fraud. Yeah, I would agree with that. So we have our NFC side picked out. How about we'll move over to the AFC before we make now, our for what Super it's Bowl worth pick. here, I am more excited about the AFC playoffs than I am the NFC playoffs. <sighs> I am too, because there's there's some interesting matchups that we have, and we'll get in we'll get into that. We'll start off with the first interesting matchup we have: Chargers and Jaguars, the most unlikeliest matchup that I'm sure a lot of people had on their bingo cards this year. And right that off. game will be prime Jacksonville. Jacksonville gets back-to-back primetime Saturday night games. I'm going Jags all the way. Um, if there is one team in these playoffs that I would not want to play at all on the AFC side, it's Jacksonville because they are red hot. And this is not a team that, like, dumb luck found their way into the playoffs. Of course, like, the Titans collapse helped them, but – if Jacksonville didn't go on this tear that they've been on, they wouldn't be in this position. You know, they wouldn't have been within striking distance of the Titans to begin with. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that Trevor Lawrence showed this season so far that he was the number one pick for a reason. I think that it proved that urban Meyer is nothing more than a hack. Um, Doug Peterson. I mean, we're talking about a super bowl winning coach. You know, he's the guy who led the Eagles to their super bowl in 2018. Um, Coming from the Andy Reid coaching tree, he's bound to just wake up in the morning and piss excellence. Um, I, I like the Jags in this one. I think I think Herbert has kind of a what is it a digressed? Is that the word? Instead of progress, mm-hmm. progress, progress, is it degress? I think it is degress. Anyway, that's what he did. He he went recessed. from he. I think is it recessed. Yeah, because like recession, you know, like maybe, that, yeah. So, right? I'll go with it. This is hey, this is your show. Uh, mm-hmm. Justin Herbert has recessed as a quarterback, in my opinion. Um, I think that the Jags, it might not be a pretty win. I'm gonna say 21 17 Jags. Oh, I already have that. Really? That? Yeah, that's funny. So, we're, wow, that's funny. <laughs> 
So you're going with 21. So we're both going, we're both riding on 2117. Yeah. All right. So we got the Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins. Miami's coming off a fresh 11 to 6 win over the Jets with Skylar Thompson as their quarterback. And I think that is what makes this one a rough one for Miami. Um, I think if they had a healthy Tua and a little bit more certainty um, on their team, I think they could they could probably contend a little bit. But I feel like Josh is hungry after last year. And I do think that, that he is going to put on a hell of a playoff run. Um, let's say 38-14 Buffalo. Okay, let's close with mine. I went 35 to 10. Okay. So here so here's where we might differ with. We got the Ravens and Bengals on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that game's gonna go, to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't think it'll I don't think it'll be a blowout, but I also have to be realistic with my Right. Even though like <clears throat> I think Joey B, and I know this is me. You you rode my back through the NFC, and I appreciate you don't have, that. You don't have to ride my back. Joey B don't. is way too nice of a quarterback for him to uh, falter in the first round to a a beat up Ravens team. Um, I I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I genuinely don't. Um, but I don't think it's going to be super close either. I could see twenty eight seventeen uh, for the Bengals. That's realistic. That's super close to what the score was recently. Mm-hmm. I think even if Lamar Jackson plays, I don't know if that's going to be enough for him to help the offense enough. I think the defense is going to contain Joey Burrow like they did the last couple games that they played each other. Not like, I mean, what was it? I think they averaged like 350 offensive yards. Baltimore held them like 250. Yeah. With like their with their JVs last week, so I think that that's that's not terrible. Their run defense is hopefully is going to take out take away Joe Mixon in that part. I think the Bengals are going to score. It's going to be a it's going to be a close Ravens Bengals game. It's going to be 17-14. Who wins? <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh. Here's what I'll do. I'm going to go with the Bengals, so then I can, I'll can i feel better about myself if it's my expectation. <laughs> Listen, be happy that you even made it to the playoffs with the that's JV right. team. I mean, that's a big uh, accomplishment in itself. That's right. With uh, with Sammy Watkins as our wide receiver one, I'll take it. Yeah. Before Deshaun Jackson got cut, he was our wide receiver too. I don't understand why why you let him go. He's probably going to go to the Chiefs or some team next week. Yeah. I, I would like for him to come back home again for the thir- third time's the charm. Do you think he will? No. No, dude, he is cursed in Philly. Like, the moment he signs with the Eagles, he's going to, like, sign. And while he's signing his contract, he's going to, like, sprain his wrist. 
Yeah, that's rough. So we have both of us have Chiefs and Jaguars. Number one seed gets to play. Jaguars will be on the road to the Arrowhead Stadium. Mm-hmm. Do we see an upset there, or are we going to see Patrick Mahomes be Patrick Mahomes and take care of business and go to another AFC Championship game? Um, considering this is all <laughs> hypothetical, if the Jags go in and they beat the Chargers and they move on, they've got a lot of momentum on their side. Um, nobody they're knows probably, Andy. Go ahead. I was going to say they're pro- there's a good chance they're probably playing another prime time game. Because usually likely. the one, normally the one seeds usually get the like, the prime time slot, and that could be Jaguars. They're they're doing pretty good in prime time. They are. And something really important to note is the fact that Doug Peterson comes from the Andy Reid coaching tree, so therefore. Nobody knows Andy Reid quite like Doug Peterson. So I do believe that that gives, I think, call me crazy, okay? Call me crazy. 35, 32, Jacksonville. Ooh, spicy. You just made some really good points that might have swayed my decision on there. Doug Peterson is a hell of a coach. Like I, I don't care how it ended in Philly. Doug Peterson knows how to coach a team. Well, I can see that being like a big, big upset. I want to see who. Do you know who Kansas City lost to this year? Like on the top of your head. I can pull it up in seconds. All right. Um, I can see it. They fell to the Bills, the Bears. Wait, no, that was preseason. The Bills, the Bengals. I'm missing one here. Colts, Bills, Bengals, and Colts. When did oh was the Colts early in the season? Oh, that was okay. That was like back back in September. Mm-hmm. So the Chiefs did play the Jaguars earlier this year, and it was twenty-seven to seventeen. Mm-hmm. And at the time, Jacksonville was three and seven. Mm-hmm. So Trevor they hadn't Lawrence found their was... footing yet. Okay, Trevor Lawrence was twenty-nine of forty for two hundred and fifty-nine yards, two touchdowns, and no interceptions. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good stat line there. I don't think it's gonna. I, that's gonna come down to passing there, right? because just looking yeah. at the stats, I don't think it's gonna be. A, there's not going to be any, so it's going to be a big quarterback driven game. I, you know, I'm going to go with. I, I think I'm going to go with the Jaguars upset just because I kind of want to see a Jaguar. Because <laughs> it's like every time the Jaguars are in the playoffs, they just make the AFC Championship game. Right. Yeah. They're in the playoffs so seldomly that when they're there, like just the they universe well is like we've got to put them in the championship game. So what? What year was that? Jaguars were in the last. Was it 2018? 17. 2017. So in the, that playoffs, they played. They beat the Bills, Steelers. I'm going with the Jaguars with that one. Let's go. 
they're going to – okay, yeah, this is kind of like lining up here because I think the Steelers – that was in the divisional round. I think the Steelers were – yeah, the Steelers were 13-4 and four at that time. Mm-hmm. And Blake Bortles went – Blake yeah, Bortles, that, bro. It was Blake Bortles. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, so that was the game that Ben Roethlisberger had 469 yards and five touchdowns and still lost. I'm going to go with the Jaguars. They're going to pull off an upset that no one ever thought would happen. Let's go, yeah. Jaguars, Jaguars are going to win 42-38. It's going to be a shootout. Trevor Lawrence is going to show up. He's going to... Game of his life. That's right. Because let's see, what was uh? Did he won he won the national championship with Clemson, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, he, listen, he knows he knows what the, the big stage is like. And especially if you match him up against Patrick Mahomes, and everyone's going to be doubting him. Yeah, you know what I need Trevor Lawrence to do, and I think it would help him grow a mustache. Like with that hair, if he had a mustache, nobody's like touching. Like one of these. Yeah, look at Gardner Minshew. He grew the beard out, lost it. Yeah, I like the mustache better with him. Yeah. What was the year that Trevor Lawrence was with Clemson? Is that two years ago now? Yeah, I think uh, 2019, right? 2019, 2020? Uh, What year did LSU... Uh, I, wow, dude, I looked was, all this, this up last night. This is all running together now. I know. Trevor Lawrence was drafted. Good lord. Uh, twenty nineteen. He won the he? the Natty. Wow. 2019, so he was he was only a sophomore that year. Oh. Oh. So they okay, they lost in 2020 to LSU. Uh-huh. So that was so the next year. The next year was whenever they beat. No, they lost to Ohio State the next year in 2021. So I'm thinking, was it was it really that long ago? 2018. It was oh, the it was. 2018. 20, yeah. 2018 was when Clemson won. Wow. That doesn't even feel that long ago, dude. No, I think it was technically 2000 or 2019, though, right? Like when the game was played. Yeah, it was the 2018 season with the night. Yeah. Yeah. That still doesn't feel that long ago. It was. Wow. That's that's impressive. I was trying to look up. Tagovailoa. Trevor was twenty of thirty-two, three hundred and forty-seven yards, three touchdowns. 
Had a big day. Jalen Hurts was the backup quarterback for Alabama that year. Yep. Wow. Isn't that something? Anyways, moving on, Cody. The other side of the AFC we got, we got the Bengals and Bills. Bengals and Bills. The Bills and the Bengals. I think this will be a fun game to watch, um, hypothetically, if it happens. Um, Josh Allen is hungry, like I said. But you know who is probably hungrier than Josh Allen? Who's that? The quarterback who lost in the Super Bowl last year. That's Joey B. Um, love the Bills. Uh, love Josh Allen. They have a lot. Like they, they're playing for a lot right now. You know, with all the Demar Hamlin stuff that happened, um, they're they're a team playing with a purpose. But I, dude, I just I'm having a hard time betting against Joey B right now. Uh, that team has clicked. Yeah, early in the season we we were like, oh man, are they are they having the Super Bowl slump? Uh, but coming in to the playoffs on a seven game, which hypothetically it'll be an eight game win streak uh, at this point. Thirty five twenty seven, Cincinnati. Thirty five to twenty seven. Yep. I think. Are we going to differ again on this one? We are going to differ on this one. I think the Bills are. I think the Bills are going to win it. I know I was crapping on Josh Allen's red zone stats, but I think playing in Buffalo against Cincinnati with all the stuff that's going on, I think they have all that motivation. I think the Bills win that one. Twenty-seven. Twenty-four. I don't hate that pick. I mean, it's hard. That game, if that one happens, uh, that game could go either way, and I don't think anybody can be surprised. Because I mean, that's two powerful offenses. Mm-hmm. In Buffalo at that time, there could be a snowstorm that day. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing, though: it's not like Cincinnati isn't used to colder weather either. So you know, now if this was like Miami having to travel up to Buffalo to play in a snowstorm, um, like that. That would sway the odds greatly. I don't think that weather would affect Cincinnati, though, as much as some other teams. Because they got to deal with all of that that lake wind and crap. Mm-hmm. Even though it's southern Ohio, I mean, it's still cold. All right. AFC Championship game, Cody. You got the Bengals and Jaguars. Which would be played? Which that game would be played in Cincinnati? You got. Um. I love the Bengals. Um, Joey B, like I said, has had an absolutely lights out year. Hungry. Um, it's hard to put anything against the Bengals and their success. But imagine how hungry Trevor Lawrence is. Being able to get revenge on Joey B for embarrassing you in the national championship game by embarrassing him in his home stadium and to carry your Jaguars team to the Super Bowl. 
Mark it now. 38-21. Jacksonville is Super Bowl bound, baby. Oh, Jacksonville. That'd be that'd be a story. That'd be the story of the year right there. Which is funny because I, I could see that. I you know, I could see that, you know, like that that'd be the big storyline leading up to the story. Like these two played in the national yeah. championship. Now there's a now those these two are playing for the chance to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence gets his revenge. Yeah, that'd be a cool story, you know? Mm-hmm. Get Jacksonville back on the map and It would be it would be incredible, I think. So I have I have the Bills and Jaguars. I like all the points you made about the Jaguars. This was rough for me, but I think I'm gonna go with the Bills going to the Super Bowl. Just because I, I still think. I mean, that that one's more realistic. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah, like if we're if we're like looking at it from like the conspiracy side of it, I could see them doing pretty like playing a little bit better, you know, just because. Yeah. Battle game would be in Buffalo. I think that'll be a probably a closer than it should be type of game. I think that's going to be a. Twenty-seven. I feel like I always go twenty-seven, twenty-four. But I'm gonna go twenty-seven, <laughs> <Yeah>. twenty. <laughs> twenty-seven, twenty-one. So now we have the Super Bowl. You have the Eagles and Jaguars. I have the Eagles and Bills. Who? Um, <clears throat> hypothetically, if this is our Super Bowl, both teams will have earned their 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 trip there. Um, I think that the Eagles would probably overpower the Jags. Um, talk about a cool storyline, though. Doug Peterson wins a Super Bowl, gets fired. <laughs> Nick Sirianni comes in and replaces him, leads them to the Super Bowl in his second season, the same thing that Doug Peterson did. Um, and then you have Doug Peterson in his first year in Jacksonville leading them to the Super Bowl. Um, that would be a really cool storyline as well. Uh, but with that being said, I think there's something about second-year coaches uh, winning Super Bowls in Philadelphia. Uh, it's – once again, I look really biased, but I do think that the Eagles are the best team in football right now. Um, 45-28, Philadelphia wins the Super Bowl in Arizona. I dig it. Because I also have... I have the Birds winning. 33-31. Oh, dude, that would be... I would have a heart attack. I think it's going to be a close game, but it's also Buffalo is going to be reminded what happens when they're in the Super Bowl. Mm. A little history. So if they'll go on. This will be year one. They got three more years left to lose Super Bowls in, and all can be all can be back to normal, <laughs> balanced in the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> could you could you imagine that though? If they do go on some sort of run where they make the Super Bowl, but then just choke every single year again. 
And then just immediately after the third Tom, the world goes back to normal. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady's still playing. Um, yeah, dude. <laughs> Tom Brady goes to Buffalo. He snaps their curse. The fourth year, he wins it all. And then he finally rides off in the sunset. With the Patriots for one more season. And he wins the Super Bowl. <laughs> 51 years old he's like you know what i think i got one more in me <laughs> well especially after the divorce now i think he's definitely he's good got to a go for more a couple... free time but yeah might as well come out of retirement and play some more i do wonder um not to like derail this conversation uh because i want to talk about the super bowl a little bit more but i mean i feel like he's got to play one more season right like he has to i mean mm-hmm. coming back which you know as sports fans, we we throw the jokes out that like him coming back costed his family. Uh, there was probably, I mean, <laughs> there was probably already a lot of issues going on. Like I can't imagine that him coming back to play football again for one more season like ended his marriage. Um, mm-hmm. If it did, that's awful. Uh, and if it did, I would hope that he plays another season, right? Because mm-hmm. I mean, imagine just like throwing away your. How? What were they married? Like twelve years or something? Imagine just flushing twelve years of marriage away for like one mediocre NFL season. Mm-hmm. It's tough. I I just don't think. I mean, if you look at it from a perspective, also like he had what January, February, March, April, May, June, July. Well, training camps usually start around mid July, August, but still, it's there's still a lot of balance. I feel like there would be there. Yeah. Let's be real. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of NFL players that are married that make it work through football season and the yeah. That's season. why I definitely think like there's not probably that it's a lot any more of our business, but like there's got to be more than just him like coming back to play one more season of football. Mm-hmm. Like, like, if that's enough, cover. to yeah, for it's, sure, yeah. It's a good cover story, so they don't have to like worry about any people like us trying to figure out what actually happened. Right, you know? but here we are. Like, let's see. Here we are, being here we are gossiping about someone else's personal life. All I'm saying is he, he went and hung out with Robert Kraft, and then he was divorced a few days later. Maybe he went to a massage parlor. With Sean? <laughs> yeah. Do we see a Patriots-Tom Brady reunion next year? No. No way. No way. Now, Bill Belichick did talk about, you know, we got to look at what's going on in the quarterback room. Um, but no, I don't think so. Um, I, I don't see Tom leaving the Bucks to go to another team. I think if if Tom decides to leave the Bucks, I think he's leaving the NFL entirely, and I think he would retire. Mm-hmm. You don't think he's going to go to a uh, 49ers team or a – He might be chasing the sun, honestly. So perhaps we could see him out in California. Um, Tom Brady just does not seem like the the West Coast kind of guy to me, though. I could see him playing for the Texans, maybe. Oh, I don't know if I could see him with the Texans. But then again, that's an easy division for him, in a way. Yeah, I mean, you've got to think, that division is in a rough place. And I know I literally just picked the the Jags <laughs> to make it to Super Bowl. But I mean in reality, like that's a division that the Jags are going to be able to 
not not saying that they are, no disrespect to them, but I think a very mediocre team will be able to run that division for a few years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Houston has no clue what they're doing. The Colts have no idea. The Titans are in shambles. Yeah, they're on the in, in Jacksonville, they're just kind of like, they're just standing there. So that's why, okay, we'll kind of get back to this. I feel like that's the reason why Tyrion Tannehill's going to go to Indianapolis, just so we can play the Titans two times a year. Okay. Um, I think that the Titans should do whatever it takes to offload that contract. If they have to send draft picks with Ryan Tannehill to get rid of that money, I think it's worth it. I genuinely mm-hmm. think it's worth it. Um, the moment that, that that deal was announced, I was like, what do you mean? Like, what are we doing? Uh, I mean, he's a, he's a fine quarterback. Uh, I just – I never thought he was great. Uh, he came to Tennessee and, like, yeah, he did well. Um, they had a very well-rounded offense, though. That was a team that I think any quarterback you could have placed in there and they would have had that kind of success for the most part. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, Mariota was not the guy, but I don't think he's the guy anywhere at all, to be honest with you. Um, but, I mean, I could totally see like a, a Derek Carr going to Tennessee and having success. Um, mm-hmm. But Tennessee's number one focus – well, their two main focuses needs to be getting rid of Ron Tannehill and figuring out somebody other than Derrick Henry to like offset the weight of your your mm-hmm. offense. Derrick Henry is in a Christian McCaffrey situation, but the difference is Derrick's a little bit more durable. But he's he's broken down a few times this season. Um, we know running backs are valuable in the league, but they don't have a long shelf life. And Derrick Henry is starting to get to that point in his career. Uh, I mean, he's still a young guy, but in running back years, they're like dog years. You know, they age twice mm-hmm. as fast. Um, I just don't think that Derrick Henry is going to be able to be your guy who's on the field for 95% of your snaps. Mm-hmm. Especially with how, how long has he been in the league now? Uh, was it 2016 that he got drafted? I think it was 2016. They had they just did a draft. They just did, I remember seeing a stat. They were playing like yeah, twenty sixteen. I need like a stat guy to like look this up as I say it instead of me having to do it. That's what we got Ryan for. I don't know if he's still in the chat, but Ryan <laughs> on LTC, if I say something stupid, he immediately corrects me. Um. But, yeah, 2016 was Derrick Henry's draft year. Who do you think is the best fit for – who's the best fit for Tennessee? Uh, uh, Who's that quarterback they just drafted? Uh, Malik. Is he a long-term projection with them, or I didn't? I didn't get to see any of the games he played in. No, bro, no. Hold on, let me grab his stats for you real quick. It, I mean, don't get me wrong, young guy, um, very underdeveloped. You can't really be too mad at him. He's a rookie, so like you can't really point too many fingers. Um, but oh, not a good year. Um, so. 
He played in eight games. He, he played had, that many games? Wow. Yeah. He, but he didn't pass a whole lot. In the eight games, he had 61 attempts, 31 completions, no touchdowns, and three interceptions. And he was sacked 10 times. He had a rating of 42.8. That's bad. Yeah. That's like Blaine Blaine Gaffert Jaguars bad. Yeah. 276 yards on those uh, 31 completions. I don't see him being the answer for them. No. There's no way. There is no way whatsoever. Oh, and I do want to correct myself. Earlier I said Robert Woods had 468 receiving yards, but it's actually 527. So, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Just close. To, yeah. <laughs> close. Um, Tennessee quarterback wise. I feel like they might draft another quarterback. That would be tough, man. Like that would be just such a rough pill to swallow. But I, I that's either that or going for a veteran guy. But I mean, really, there are not that many like free agent veteran guys that I would be drooling for. Like I would not want to touch Jared Goff with a 10 foot pole. Um, I think, I think Derek Carr would fit, but I would not want him as my quarterback personally. All right. So here I just pulled up the 2023 NFL free agent quarterbacks. We have Okay. Tom Brady, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Jimmy Garoppolo, Teddy Bridgewater, Daniel Jones, Case Keenum, Mason Rudolph, Jacoby Brissett, Geno Smith, Joe Flacco, Andy Dalton, Mike White, CJ Bathard, Kyle Allen, Taylor Heineke, Lamar Jackson, Blaine Gabbert, Chase Daniel, Chad Henney, and I'm not going to read the rest of these names because these guys are not. Chad is still in the league. He's the Chiefs' backup quarterback. Is he? Mm-hmm. I did not think he was still in the NFL, but mean it, dude. He's got to be. Is he their? Is he their number two? I am 99% sure. I can't think of who else would be the Chiefs' backup quarterback. If Patty went down with an injury, dude, the Chiefs are done. Yep, <laughs> yep. Um, Chad Henney out is of, the backup to Patrick Mahomes. He's tell you what, he out signed of a one-year deal those, for two million dollars. Get paid, sir. Um, out of all of those names, uh, two guys stand out to me that if I could pursue them, I would. Um, I can't imagine that Seattle lets Geno go. I just mm-hmm. I don't see a world where they don't pay him like two or three year deal. Um but if they don't, I would maybe look at a Geno Smith for the Titans. Um another one. People hate this guy. I don't understand why they they abandoned him after a couple of rough games, but Heineke. Dude, the guy just he's he's got that riz about him. Yeah. He's beaten he's been the quarter he was the quarterback for like both a lot of Upset wins in the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, 
I'd say you're probably right, though. I, I'd say they'll draft a guy. I, I don't know who, but I bet they will. All right, so after reading all this name list, too, I also see Andy Dalton as a candidate to be the Colts quarterback just because Andy... he fits the scheme. <sighs> Washed up veteran. Uh, other than that, I don't see any of these guys really own anywhere. Lane Gabbert's a backup quarterback, uh, court free agent quarterback. Um, I think Danny Dimes will be gone from from New York, and I that sounds crazy because they're in the playoffs. <sighs> but I mean, he has not lived up to any type of expectation. Maybe now he's starting to like find his groove or whatever. I just I don't think Danny Dimes is the guy. Who do you think replaces him, though? They could go for a veteran. Baker Mayfield? I think Baker... Um, I think Baker's starting days <sighs> in the league are probably done. And it's it sucks because I wouldn't blame him for it. Um, I mean, he's just, like, kind of bounced around. He did find a little bit of success with the Rams... Um, obviously, he's not the Rams' number one guy at the moment that that Matt Stafford is back and ready to go. Of course, he's going to get the nod, um, but I don't know that Baker ever gets another call for a starting position. Unless it's the Colts in a few years. Yeah, and he's a few years away from it, though. Probably about, like, what, seven, eight years? Yeah, I'd say it's too early right now. Yeah, <laughs> he's still kind of young. So where do you think a Daniel Jones type goes? Colts? I mean, Raiders? Oh, that's right. I have to factor in that. I completely forgot about them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like mentally scanning through teams in my head. Texans? Uh, but, I mean, you could probably assume that the Texans are going to take take a quarterback in the draft, right? They've got the second pick. You would think so. Um, trying to think. I mean, a I big love. thing up in the air is like, do the Bears need the number one pick? I feel like they're going to trade and load up and get more picks and maybe a player somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, honestly, I'd like for the Eagles to just trade up and grab another Alabama player. We've had a lot of success taking Alabama players, so just trade stick up and get with the it. one. Yeah, um, we'll trade. We'll trade. We'll trade you the ten and a second round pick for that number one pick. Yeah, totally. after winning after winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, why would you not do that? That's a no brainer. Um, the Cardinals, um, the Cardinals are in a weird position too. Yeah, they have, they're going to have a new coach next year. Yeah. Um, and I guess DeAndre Hopkins wants out. Yep. JJ Watt retired. He's gone. Yeah. Uh, the Falcons are another team that is in desperate need of a quarterback. That's where I could see Daniel Jones going. He just fits like out. Huh? Uh, the Panthers too. I don't really think that they have their quarterback situation <laughs> sorted out. There's so many teams that need a quarterback. The Jets need a quarterback. Do the Patriots? 
I feel like if they do, they're probably going to trade. Go for a veteran. Tom Brady. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, the Commanders. Hmm. There's a lot to be figured out. What co- does the does free agency start before the draft, or does it happen after the draft? I think free agency opens in May, doesn't it? Or it's like June second, I think. It's something like that. It's weird. I can't remember when that starts. Um. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen with Tom, so the Bucks might be searching for a quarterback. The Ravens might be looking for a quarterback. <laughs> Good. Oh, um, yeah, we'll find uh, we'll find Andy Dalton or something. <laughs> yeah. So we'll bring, um, the, bring back Joe. Here is something uh, to to pay attention to: the Browns, the Rams, the Dolphins, the Saints, and the 49ers, None of those teams have a first round pick. Interesting. Yeah. And the Saints desperately need a quarterback, too. Like, there are so many teams that need a quarterback. This is the first time in a long time where I feel like teams are like, there's not enough quarterbacks in the league for everybody. Yeah, and how many do you think there's going to be a lot in the draft this year? Because I can think of a couple, but I don't know if this is like a deep quarterback class. I feel like it is. Let's see what the draft board is looking like. Bryce Young is the number one player. Um, We got Will Levis, Kentucky's quarterback. C.J. Stroud from Ohio State. Tanner McKee from Stanford. And I mean, at some point, like you have to give Stetson Bennett a little bit of respect. I mean, the dude has had an incredible college career. Um, So, I mean, he's definitely, I don't know that he's going to come out and be like a starter for any team per se, but I mean, that's Mm -hmm. another quarterback because he's done like he's 25. So, he can't play in college anymore. So uh, there's a lot of quarterbacks coming out in this draft. I, th- I would say that this is probably the healthiest QB draft class. Um, probably three or four years, I would say. Yeah, there are a decent amount. I mean, I don't remember a lot of these guys. I didn't watch college football as much this year as I would have liked. I can't really tell you I know a lot of these guys, but Hendon Hooker. Um, yeah, of course he he went down with an ACL injury, but that dude was clean. Uh, he had a an incredible college career. My Hokies, we wasted a few of those years, but I mean he he was incredible in Virginia Tech, and then transferring to Tennessee was an incredible decision. So smart of him. So I mean that's another guy that I think I think Hendon is NFL ready. Personally, I think he's got he's got a lot of leadership behind him. 
Um, but he'll probably mm-hmm. fall late second round, third round, I would say. Hendon Hooker, that sounds like a uh, team would he be fit on. So I'm looking at this, I'm just basing it off of their names and where I think they'll go. I think Bryce Young will go to Houston. CJ Stroud, that looks like a good team pickup for Atlanta. Will Levis, that seems like a good quarterback to go to the Colts. Perfect for the Colts, honestly. I think overrated, personally. Great quarterback, obviously better than me um, at throwing a football, but I just I don't know that he's like an NFL guy. Oh, I do remember him from Penn State. That's the only reason I remember Will Levis. Mm. He was he was a big Penn State guy for a year. Other than that, I never really followed his career afterwards, but. Uh, who else? I see Anthony Richardson from Florida. Is he good? Who? Anthony Richardson from Florida. Oh. Uh, I mean, Florida sucked this year, for what that's worth. I did, I did not keep up with Florida in the last <sighs> bit. Like, they were such a mid-pack team. Spencer Rattler. Wow, I'm surprised that he's on on this. I didn't think he was that good. Uh, I think Spencer is a guy who can develop. Um, towards the end of the season, dude blew up. So maybe he like found his groove. Uh, overall, he was a college bust. But like I said, he closed out the season with two really big wins. So. Hmm. We'll have to have another episode on our draft preview. We'll do it. We should do a draft day episode. Draft I'll, day episode. Yeah, oh. I'll wear a suit and tie. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, we've gone way off the topic of playoff. I know. We started. We started <laughs> yeah, getting already, into the draft. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we decide. Eagles win the Super Bowl. Uh, move on. It's draft time. So you might as well. You want to just talk about uh, for, um the start of the 2023 season then since we're yeah, at the you know, rate I, that we're going <laughs> everyone everyone has everyone has their home and away opponents said it just doesn't have the order of the schedule now so we can yeah. technically hypothetically predict week by week who's gonna like, i mean yeah uh i would say the eagles will probably well i don't know like who is on our schedule for next year um but well, let me look that up real quick. Let's let's do the guessing game where we guess our team's first game of the 2023 season. All right. And then I'll give you back the mic for you to do with as you please. Who do we have? Okay, so depending on how the uh, the playoffs play out, 
Um, next season, we play both the 49ers and the Vikings. So whoever meets us in the uh, the NFC Championship, I'd say that will be our opening day game. Okay. We also have the Bills on the schedule, too, and Kansas City. So perhaps we get a Super Bowl rematch for uh, the season kickoff. Yeah, that's some interesting... Because usually the first game of the season is the Super Bowl winner and then like an important foe. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the Ravens will probably play the Bengals in the first game of the year. Oh, dude, that's tough. That's Just probably starting what out with a divisional game. Because looking at our schedule, we have on home, we have all the division guys. We have the Colts, Texans, Dolphins, Rams, Seahawks, and Lions at home. On the road, we have the Jaguars, Titans, Chargers, Cardinals, and 49ers. Y'all have a rough schedule. Yeah. I mean, we had a really easy schedule this year. We just couldn't capitalize on it. I'm oh. nervous for next season. Um, of course, you know, we have our divisional, uh, the Commanders, Cowboys, and Giants. But we have the Rams, the Patriots, the Jets, the Cardinals, the 49ers, the Bills, the Dolphins, the Seahawks, the Chiefs, the Vikings. And the Bucks. It's a rough schedule. That is rough. Yeah. Every team except for the Commanders, the Cardinals, the Jets, the Patriots, and the Rams are all playoff teams this year. Yeah. And we're going to have, well, the Jaguars, Chargers. I don't know about the Titans. I don't know about the Cardinals or 49ers next year. Actually, we could probably have, well, I guess I shouldn't say because any game they could easily lead and then just blow away at the end. So I don't really, I should, I'm not going to get it to a, Excited over our schedule yet? Until <laughs> I guess you might not I'm, even have a quarterback. So yeah, yeah, we're gonna be like the original Ravens Super Bowl team. We'll just rely on defense and yeah. well, whoever, whatever scrub we throw a quarterback. We'll... Defense wins championships. Yeah, like Trent Dilfer is a Super Bowl winning quarterback. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like Rex Grossman yeah. is a Super Bowl quarterback, not a winning, yeah. but a Super Bowl quarterback. So. Yeah, the... That's right. Blaine Gabbert was the backup quarterback for Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. <laughs> the more you know. Um, I think Chase Daniel. No, Josh McCown was ours, I think. It was either Chase Daniel or Josh McCown. I can't remember which one. But he was, was the backup Josh. to Nick. Because Carson was <laughs> on crutches. I think, yeah. All right, I think we're going to wrap this episode up. We definitely got to our point of the playoffs. I will have this on a little document at some point. Probably not tonight because I'm probably going to go to bed soon, but I will get this all typed out so we can see how bad our betting card was. What does the what it, what does the winner get? What do you want the winner to get? I don't know. You pick. This is your show, buddy. That's or what right, does the loser it? have to do? Either the winner gets something or the loser has to do something. <laughs> I feel like uh, humiliation I mean, is always the move. Like, uh, 
wearing our least favorite team's jersey or apparel on the sh- on a show of some sort. There's no way in hell you're ever seeing me wearing Dallas Cowboy anything, bro. Well, that's the same with me. I'm not going to wear any Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> yeah, stuff. yeah. Um, okay, maybe, maybe not that one. That's too much. Okay, you have to make a tweet about how much you love your number one division rival. How if you were not a Raven slash Eagles fan, you would be a Cowboys slash Steelers fan. Oh, so I'd have to be like, wow, Kenny Pickett is the greatest quarterback yeah. ever walked this earth. Yeah, and it, yeah, and you have to specifically pick a player that like, and it's got to be like, it's got to be like a cringy player. Like I'll I've got, to, I've got to talk about like how great Tony Romo was or something. I'll have to think on that one. Which one I would pick? Uh, what about <laughs> Jerome Bettis? I was I didn't re- I didn't get into football until like he's past my time. Really? Oh, my age is showing. Papal Cody <laughs> over here. Well, I also got into the NFL late mm. for for what it's worth, I guess. For me, I, I dove into it in 2004, and this was the team that I picked. And I was like, "This." I, little did little did I know. Um, I saw something. It was like it was a it was a tweet, and it was like guys are so weird because at a young age they pick a team to support their entire life. It's like when I was nine, I was like, you know what? I like this Eagles team. Little did I know. 17 years later, they would have hurt me worse than anything imaginable, but also given me like great memories as well. Mm-hmm. All right. So I, I picked up the Ravens in 2008, whenever Joe Flacco and Ray Rice and John Harbaugh came into the league. Mm-hmm. So I already started off with disappointment because that was the same year they lost to the Steelers three times in one year, including the AFC <laughs> championship game. <laughs> Welcome aboard. You got a little taste. I did too. Um, for me, the first year that I so the reason why I uh, I picked the Eagles. Um, if you notice, this is Michael Vick, right? Not Sam Bradford. No, dude. No, I met Sam Bradford. I met him. Um, I hate him. Uh, but anyway, this is besides the point. Uh, so it was uh, it was the NFC Championship game. If I remember correctly, and it was the Falcons versus the Eagles, and I was a Virginia Tech fan my whole life, so by default I was like, "Yeah, go Michael Vick," and then the Eagles whooped up on those Falcons, and I was like, "Shit, I should just be an Eagles fan." So I rode with the Eagles ever since then, and we lost to Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Little did I know, nine-year-old Cody's heartbreak would continue. For 17 more years of just Tom Brady haunting me. And then finally, I got my retribution on him. What if he haunts you again this year? How will you feel about that? <sighs> Don't put that evil on me. <laughs> you started out with Tom Brady heartbreak, and you're still continuing your career with Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. Seven, yeah, dude, seven. I thought this guy was going to be done years ago. Yeah, joke's on you. He's still got another 10 years left in him. <laughs> yeah. Tom Brady's going to be playing after I'm already dead. Yeah. You'll have your funeral before he even has his retirement party. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think that's enough for this episode. So you have Cody has the Eagles beating the Jaguars 45-28 in the Super Bowl. 
I have the Eagles defeating the Bills 33-31. Now my bias could come out, and I could also see the Ravens going on some sort of terror, but I don't think it's going to happen, unfortunately. A Ravens-Eagles Super Bowl. That'd be perfect. That would be perfect. That's fine. Eagles still cooking. <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, no, we'll get a lead until like two minutes left in the game, and we'll blow a coverage. And... Yeah. You're up like 31-10, a minute 55 to go. Somehow we come back. The power goes out. <laughs> It'll be like the I'll back, last thing I'll backtrack on. The, did you watch the Kansas-Arkansas Liberty Bowl? I did not. They had came back from 25 points in a span of like three minutes. That's tough. Because I, I left work. It was 38 something. I don't remember what it was, but I got home when the game was tied. They got like the, they got a touchdown, two point conversion, onside kick, touchdown, and two point conversion to tie the game. Then they lost in like six overtimes. That's got to hurt. Like both teams, no <sighs> team can walk away from that game and be happy. Yeah. And they probably could have they probably could have converted the last two point conversion, but they decided to do some trick play where they threw their back quarterback the like a reverse toss trick play type deal and he overthrew the tight end of the end zone and that's how we lost. Pain. The backup Pain. quarterback. You know, not the starting quarterback that threw for five hundred yards and had five touchdown passes right, and yeah. ran for like hundred, you know. Let's put it in the hands of the backup quarterback. Was there a reason? I think they just wanted to try a trick play and it didn't work. I think they were I think they were out of two point plays to use because they already used two in the in the regulation and then they were already on like the third attempt at a two point conversion in the overtime. See, that's at some point you just like you pick one, right? You just randomly pick one of them and rerun it. Yeah. Yeah, they'll never expect that. Like they won't expect us to run twice. Right, yeah, it's five head. <laughs> like, there's no way they would run this again. Yeah, you know, like when I, whenever I was a coach in junior high last year, I ran the same play six times in a row because it kept working. I even told <laughs> they, like that's like so, me on Madden, bro. <laughs> so like I, my I, normally how it would work, the quarterback would run over and get the play, and like he run over, I'm like same thing. Yeah, just, I even made I, I I even made a note for like the defense that was out there. I'm like hey, we're running, we're running. <laughs> You yell, we're doing the same play again. <laughs> <laughs> Try to stop it. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, should you, you should uh you should be like, listen, I'm gonna do signals, but just keep running the same play and you're over on the sideline, you're like I'm just doing all these like yeah. gang signs. And... Yeah. I, I okay, this is the, this is the last thing. I did pl- I was playing Madden one year. I was down twenty eight nothing in a game. I told the guy that I was like playing against my like, hey, I'm gonna run the same play the rest of the game. <laughs> I ended up coming back. And I, it worked. I, came back, I, I, I literally, I literally ran. It was like a dive. Play. It was halfback dive or something. I literally ran that the rest of the game. I, I won. I played Madden for the first. Once again, I'll I'll say this and then I'll shut up. I played Madden for the first time in like two years last night uh, with my my sister's fiance. Dude, he beat me three times in a row. The last game. I was ahead, and my problem is I go brain dead. I totally just lose my play-calling ability, and I'll just start running the dumbest plays. And it's not out of arrogance. It's just I'm like, well, hey, let's see if this works. And it works one time, and then I just get obsessed with it, and I just keep running it. And then Mm -hmm. I hate to punt. So, like, you know, I'm 
in bad field position. I'm like, I'm going for it. And then I turn it over. He scores. And then I get a safety on him. And so he punts it. Dude, totally just my brain flatlined. I was like, he kicks it. And I was like, I'll just, I'll let it be a touchback. It lands. And then he's running for it. And I'm like, okay, this is just going to down it. No. If you recover the ball on a safety punt, then it's a turnover. I did not know that, but I, I found that out. That's, that's, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's an awful way to lose. Yeah, so he picks up the ball on the seven-yard lawn and scores. <laughs> so yeah. That's rough. I haven't played Madden. I, I, I was a big MCA 14 fan for the longest mm-hmm. time. Like I imported my Back when they had Team Builder, I don't know if you remember that at all. Oh yeah, I I inserted my high school in there, and it has the entire roster for my senior class. So I would do like a my career thing or whatever, That's and I'd cool. make sure I'd make sure all my players like won the Heisman or won you know my quarterback won the Heisman or it was like it was a big race between my quarterback, my running back, and my wide receiver on who's going to win the Heisman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for the new one. I'm looking forward to it. I'm too. I hope it. I hope it's as good as 14 was. Well, I mean, ultimately, it's going to play just like Madden. So, <laughs> God bless us. Granted, that was probably the, the last Madden I played was. Oh, I play. I don't. I don't own it, but I played with one of my friends. We'd always play it before class. I think it was 18 or 19, maybe. I don't know. I, we always we played every morning before class. I'd always be the Ravens, and he'd be the Browns. And, <laughs> I could never win. I've never been great at Madden. I've always loved it, but I've always sucked at it. So yeah, it's not my cup of tea. But I'm more of a uh, I don't play video games. I, I like, like Fortnite. I, I, I have uh, this World of Outlaws game. I've played it maybe like three times, and I just haven't gotten into. I just can't get into video games. I'm a video game fanatic. Now, I will say, Jared, I'm throwing this out there. If you do that, the PlayStation Plus thing where you get, like, the Game Pass or whatever, NASCAR Mm -hmm. Heat 5 is on there. That's all I'm saying. How do you do that? How do you – I don't know how to set any of that up. It's just, like, would you sign up for for PlayStation Plus so you could play online? It's, like, the premium version of PlayStation Plus. I think it's, like, $10 a month. And then you get just this big library of games for free. For free? Mm-hmm. Well, barring the, the $10 a month, but... Oh, okay. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, whenever I'm in the mood for video games, I will message you about that, and you can help me set that up. I will. I will. I'm going to end the stream now. <laughs> hey, thanks for watching, people. Yeah, thanks to the one person that's watching right now. I appreciate your kind... I think we got our playoff predictions probably super wrong, hopefully right. 100% accurate, scores included. That's right. We'll have a, we'll have a list. I'll post it somewhere. We'll see who's right. I'm going to play the outro because I'm going to keep talking. Cody, do you want to shout anything out? you want to plug yourself before I start the outro? Um, if you want to, you could just follow me on Twitter uh, at the NAS Cody. Um, also I do have a podcast. It's called the left turn Colt, where we talk about NASCAR, but, uh, yeah, if you follow me on Twitter, then you'll be bombarded with that kind of information. Um, you can also follow Jared, uh, at JB underscore graphics, underscore, underscore. 
Yeah, definitely check out the uh, Instagram and Facebook pages. You can also get some cool JB merch like this. I don't know where my hoodie went. I should have worn my JB shirt. I was wearing my JB hoodie, but I changed. Anyways, you can go to (laughs) shopjbmerch.com. You can get some cool merchandise. You can actually get a mustache shirt that has JB graphics with a picture of a handlebar mustache. Oh, dude, that's I like that. I'm going to have to get a, since we started the, uh, Ooh. started the it's coming in. semi-mullet trend, I'm going to have to think of like a mullet t-shirt. But anyways, follow the socials, jbgraphics.smugmug.com. Definitely check that out. There's a lot of, there's an album coming from yesterday's game that I was at. Be on the lookout for that. Good night, everyone. Thanks for joining, Cody. Thanks for having me, JB.